Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The One Flesh Podcast is all about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. My goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and get married and build a marriage worth having. Uh, we also have the Sunday series of the Purpose Podcast, where we try to help men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, today, got a little uh, One Flesh episode for y'all. It is Wednesday, November 15th. Um, these are supposed to post on Wednesdays. And this one will post on a Wednesday uh, by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> um, it is 7.17 p.m. Uh, I am hustling today. Uh, honestly, probably one of my less busy days. I just, uh, um, I guess, didn't really get after it today like I should have. And uh, my evening was rather packed and uh, kind of sucks. Um, trust me when I tell you that. Uh, not getting up early and not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing uh, sucks when you still have to do them just a lot later in the day. So I still got a couple hours worth of uh, stuff to do. Um, so that'll be fun. But anyway, uh, we're not here to listen about my problems. We're here to talk about marriage. Uh, give you a little bit of a baby update. Uh, so some of you may know, some of you probably don't. I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast. Um, but Dylan is allergic to local anesthetics. And if you know anything about medicine and about birth, that's a problem. Uh, that's a problem because typically during birth, they give epidurals. Uh, and so it's looking like she probably won't be able to have an epidural, which, uh, sucks. So, uh, I hear, I don't know, it'll be fine for me, but, um, I hear that it sucks for them to do it without an epidural. Um, I don't even really know what the big deal is. I hear it doesn't even hurt that bad uh, to have a kid, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to catch hell for that one. Um, so the, <laughs> they're working through how to get her uh, numbed up, how to get her some pain relief, some pain management. Uh, it's, it, it, it's all exhausting. Um, it really is. And then you go to the doctor and they tell you like the meeting that could have been an email. Uh, that's always really frustrating when you go into the doctor and they're like, well, we're glad to see you, but we'll have to have another, like we went in just for them to tell us that we needed another appointment. And it's like, why could you not have emailed that to me? I just gave you a $55 copay. <laughs> like, why, why are we here? Oh, and then we waited an hour just to see the doctor. So, but other than that, everything is going, uh, everything's going really well honestly, uh, especially with the pregnancy. She is doing awesome. She's getting the nursery all, all ready. Um, as y'all know, I'm making a big push on some of my weight loss, some of my fitness uh, before baby gets here. Uh, I've got a lot of irons in the fire, as they might say, as you might say. And uh, so uh, I kind of told her like, hey, um, either it's going to wait until mid-December when I can actually get to it or like Thanksgiving. Um, or you can go ahead and figure it out. I know nothing about painting. Like I know absolutely zero about painting anything. Uh, I don't know anything about filling up drywall. I don't know anything about trim. Um, she wants to put shiplap up on the walls. I know nothing about it. Uh, I know nothing. And so I told her, I was like, look, if you want it done and if you want it done now, and if you're going to be pressing me on it for the next two or three months, here's the card. <laughs> um, you're going to have to do it. So 
either don't bug me about it until like Thanksgiving or mid December when I can get to it or, uh, take the money and go get after it and do it. Cause I have no, I, like, I don't, I don't have any more knowledge than what you do. Like if I was some kind of renovator or something like that, uh, that would be a different conversation. Uh, and I'm good with my hands. I can fix vehicles and stuff, but, um, I don't know anything about that. And so I was going to have to learn just like she was going to have to learn. So I told her, Hey, here's the card. If you want it done, go do it. (laughs) So, uh, right, wrong or indifferent. Some people have told me that that's not the way it's supposed to be, but she's actually enjoying it. Um, she's painting, uh, we're doing like a green and a tan kind of, kind of deal, uh, with white trim. And, uh, as far as I can tell, she's actually really enjoying it. It kind of gives her, um, obviously she's like the most important person in the world right now. And I mean that I'm not being sarcastic, uh, cause she's carrying the baby, but this also gives her like a little bit of a sense of not really purpose, but you know, struggle. Uh, she's had a really, really easy pregnancy and that's not something to complain about, but, um, she's, it's struggled for it to be real for her. Kinda. I mean, it's always more real for the women, I think, uh, than it is the men. Um, but, she's just always had a struggle. Uh, hold on. I got to send her a text anyway. Uh, it's always been kind of a struggle for her to feel like it's real and feel like it's happening and actually feel like a mom yet because she's not having any of the pregnancy symptoms, which is a good thing, but, uh, being able to do some of the nursery stuff and get involved in the baby shower stuff, that's kind of given her a sense of, um, you know, she's been waiting a long time for this. So, uh, from what I can tell, she's really enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how baby's going. We have another appointment on the 20th. So like next Monday, maybe, um, wow, that's coming up. I didn't even realize that. So we have another appointment on the 20th and, uh, we'll get to, I don't know if we're going to get to see the baby, but we'll get to talk to the doctor and I'll let everybody know how it's going. Registry. I need to post it. I'll just go ahead and post it after this, uh, after this episode drops, um, for y'all. And, uh, I'll probably just put it somewhere on my, uh, my Instagram. That way y'all can go see it. Uh, if you choose to support, you're awesome. If not completely okay, there are people that are in more need than we are. I can tell you that right now. Um, but if you choose to support, great. I appreciate it. Um, so, and there is, uh, there is, there should be some, uh, really cheap stuff too. And, uh, there should be some stuff that I put on there, like uh, the ABCs of hunting, and then there's a a burrito swaddle that, like, it's a tor- it's a tortilla um, for a swaddle, and I really enjoy that. Somebody please buy that. I know somebody's going to, but um, yeah, if if you just uh, want to throw ten bucks uh, at the registry, there's a tortilla swaddle that you should definitely buy. But anyway, um, onto the meat of the episode. Uh, I know I say this every time and then I talk for an hour, but this really is going to be a very short episode. It's going to be like baby update, quick topic, and then we're posted and we're done. I'm hoping like 20 minutes max, uh, just cause I got a lot to do, but, um, I know I've talked a little bit about this before, but it's such an important topic that I feel okay to talk about it again. And this is kind of a failure on my part. Um, I don't think I have the book, um, Yeah, I don't have the book. I gave my only copy away, which sucks. Um, but Leadership Strategy and Tactics, uh, y'all have all heard me talk about it. It's probably my favorite book. 
in terms of like the amount of content per page or like the amount of effect it had on my life per time of reading it, like per minute of reading versus the effect it had on my life. Um, probably my favorite book, excluding the Bible. I don't want to get metaphysical. I mean, obviously the Bible takes that, but uh, as far as just like, what is a book you can go to Barnes and Noble and get uh kind of self-help type book. Jocko has been my absolute favorite, uh, but leadership strategy and tactics, it helped me in every realm. Um, eventually when I have a company, uh, I'm a firm believer in building culture and I do, I do have a company and this is in the works, but, um, eventually when I like have a big company, I I want you to think of like your typical onboarding process. Like if you've ever been to a company that's got, you know, 90 to 400 employees or something like that, like they, they onboard you, they have training, uh, leadership strategy and tactics will be a part of that training. Uh, whether we get up and we present it or whether it's a reading assignment, um, whatever it'll be, I'm a big proponent in developing culture, uh, company culture. And I think that uh, leadership strategy and tactics, if we all were to use it, and again, obviously, if we were all were to follow the Bible, um, our lives would be a whole lot better, but a whole lot better. But if we all were to uh, follow leadership strategies and tactics, uh, we would interact so much better with one another. And so I'm a big fan, but it affected me in all areas of my life. And probably the one that I've seen the most benefit from, um, is probably been my marriage. Um, Dylan and I have always been really good together. There's really not ever been a time where, uh, we weren't a good couple. We haven't gone through like years of fighting. I mean, we've been together for like seven years. So, um, people are like, Oh, you've only been married for like two or three. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, fair enough, but also we've been together for seven years and part of the reason we do have such a good relationship is we took it very seriously in the beginning so we've been through ups and downs yes but we've always been a really good couple we've never had just too many fights but when i really took that book seriously and implemented it in all areas of my life my friendships got better my work relationships got better uh my relationships with strangers got better and uh my marriage definitely benefited probably the most uh, from that, from taking ownership and, and doing the things that Jocko says to do uh, in that book. And one of those things that um, I will say that I think I, I've gotten better at it, but my wife has always been better at it than me. I'll say it three times for you. She is much better at this than I am. She's much better at this than I am and probably ever will be, uh, but was the the law of combat cover and move. Um so Jocko has, oh man, now, now that I say it, he, I think he's got four laws of combat. Now you're going to make me remember them. Uh, it's keep it so simple, uh, prioritize and execute, decentralize command and cover and move. Not in that order. I think it's like simple cover and move, prioritize and execute uh, and decentralize command. Actually, I think cover and move might be first. So cover and move, simple, prioritize and execute, decentralize command. Um, first law of combat, cover and move. And Brett and I actually... Uh, covered that in an episode a while back and we actually talked about how we use that in our marriage uh, but that has been awesome for me uh, D. Ellen just from day one uh, kind of figured out some of that cover and move stuff uh, and we've with me kind of helping her not only develop that skill but develop it uh, myself as well um, it has been amazing really it has been so awesome uh, especially with as busy as I've been uh, I don't really, I mean, the word busy is 
I'm not just busy. I got a you know a lot of very uh, got a lot of ambitions going on right now. It's not just like running around crazy. It's it's every day uh, working on a big goal of some sort, uh, and that to me that's a little bit different than just like unorganized busy. You know, when I say busy, a lot of times I think of people who are just busy to be busy. Um, but my time is filled, and I'm utilizing my time. Uh, to the fullest of its extent, I believe that. Maybe not today, because uh, I've messed up a little bit today, but um, I would say six <laughs> out of seven days of the week, uh, my time is maximally utilized. Uh, some rest in there, some, I mean, like Saturday, I probably sat down around 6 p.m., uh, maybe 5.30, and watched football for the rest of the day, but outside of that, we've been getting after it. Uh, both Ellen and I have been absolutely getting after it, and um, she has been, uh, really awesome in helping me do those things. So there's a little bit more in my, in my getting after it, there's a little bit more coordination. I mean, I wear three or four different sets of clothes a day because of workouts and different workouts. And, uh, my food is, is wacky. You know, I'm eating like a pound of cold chicken a day. Uh, that's not all, but like, my food is wacky. My clothes are wacky lately. I've got work clothes. I've got site visit clothes where we got to wear FR. I've got uh, these boots, those boots, these shoes, these shoes, like um, all different types of socks that go with different workouts and then all different types of, of underwear that go with different workouts and pants that I wear for rucks and yada, 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 different shirts that fit and that don't fit. Um, this all sounds like trivial stuff, but um, when you're really maximizing the use of your time, it becomes very very difficult to organize, especially when you don't have a lot of it. Uh, that's been another struggle as well as like just clothes in general. I don't have a lot of because I don't want to go buy them. Uh, why don't I want to go buy them? Because I don't know what will fit literally next week. I have no clue what will fit, what will be too big, um, what will be too small if I buy it now. I don't know. Like, I don't, I mean, there's some things that I wear a large in and I could go out and I could buy all larges uh, and I don't think I'll ever be in a medium, um, but one wash through the large and they may be too small. Uh, I could go buy all, I could go buy a bunch of XLs and uh, next week they'll be too big. I'm losing weight at a very quick rate. And uh, it's been, it's just been tough to keep all of the things like clean clothes in stock and then know what I need to wear. Um, like know what's too big, know what's too small. And so she's been helping me. She's been helping me. Uh, keep track of a lot of that and keeping track of laundry, all of these different things that she's really been helping with food. Uh, now I've got to, Oh man, I need to do that. I'm glad I said something. I've got to go drink my post-workout shake, uh, about three hours after workout. So, um, that'll be, that'll be great. Um, should have done that three hours ago, but, uh, she's been making me protein shakes where it's like, Hey, I got to go to the gym. Like I have to leave right now can you make me a protein shake and give her the exact, you know, formula, two scoops of this, two scoops of this and a quarter of a scoop of this. Uh, can you make that? And as y'all all know, I'm very particular water up to this point, uh, throw it in the freezer so that it's super cold when I get back. Cause I can't drink it any other way. Um, she is handling that all amazingly and helping me out very, very well. And it is awesome to get to that point. And, you know, as far as what we did to get to that point, I, I think it is purely mutual. Um, you know, sometimes there was a little bit of resentment there on, on both of us, but, uh, maybe even a little bit on her side. And it was, it was earned resentment because 
I would get upset with her because we weren't on time. Let's let's talk about church for a second because I hate being late anywhere. Like I hate being late anywhere. That's not to say that I'm never late. Uh, I have my own instances to where I make us late. Um, there are instances where I'm really frustrated with DLN and we're going to be 10 minutes late and then we go to walk out the door and it's like, oh man, like you didn't even think to find your keys and then we've got to go like look for my keys. Um, so I'm no saint in that aspect, but I hate being late, despise it. Um, <laughs> it's funny, we're taking a work trip and I've got uh, two of the guys going with me and, and I'm the I'm the driver. And uh, I told them, I was like, look, dude, I said, you might pass us in the in the parking garage um, on the way out. I am leaving this on the dot. I refuse to be late. Absolutely refuse. So uh, getting ready for church in the morning has always been fun. Um, my wife, for some reason, um, sometimes does not understand that if your outfit is going to be three times more intricate than last week's, you might want to give yourself a little bit more time uh, to get ready. I don't know why we don't understand that, but it is what it is. Or, or my favorite is when she picks out her outfit and it's not like a dress or anything like that, which is fine, but uh, it's something a little bit easier to throw on, uh, you know, jeans and a cardigan or something like that. And so she thinks that she can, you know, wake up 30 minutes before we need to be there, but then she has to do her hair and makeup still. Uh, anyway, um, she does not, let me put it this way. She does not have the same priority of being on time that I do. Uh, and it's not like she likes being late. It's just not on the forefront of her brain like it is on mine. So <laughs> we struggle with that sometimes. And there was some resentment building up because I would be so frustrated with her being late. I'm like, DLN, we cannot do this. And what's funny is a lot of times we would only be like five minutes late and then everybody else has kids. So if you listen to this, don't get upset. Um, but we would you know, show up there like five minutes late and then we'd have to sit there for 15 or 20 minutes to wait on everybody to show up because um, everybody just like slowly trickles in. Um, and so again, that's not throwing any shade at anybody. Everybody's got kids. Everybody's got problems. Um, I'm a little bit of a stickler for being on time, but, uh, but yeah, it was just stuff like that. And I would be so upset with her and then I would want help. Like I would want help in the evenings um, to make sure that my mornings went well, or I would want help in the mornings. Like, Hey, do you mind throwing my lunch together? Or do you mind helping me do this or this when I've really got to go? Or do you mind, uh, setting some clothes, some clothes out for me, or at the very least making sure that they're in the drawer because I've got to go to CrossFit and I'm going to have like two minutes, um, to come in get changed and then leave. And there was some resentment building up because I was never, I was just expecting her to like get all of her stuff done and be on time, like do everything that you need to do and be on time. Uh, well, that's not the Jocko way of looking at it. Uh, you cover and move, even if you're frustrated, even if it's something we need to talk about, you cover and you move. And so if I know that she's going to want to fill her water bottle up before we leave for church, uh, and I'm done 20 minutes before we need to leave and, uh, she doesn't have clothes on yet. Well then take some ownership, fill the water bottle up, gather her Bible up, put all the highlighters in the place that they need to go. Some of that I can't do. Sometimes she can't help me pack a bag, um, because she doesn't know what I need to wear. Uh, but, um, take some ownership and do what you can to help, uh, to, to get us there because the objective is to get there on time. The objective is not to be pissed off. Uh, and so there was some resentment there um, because I was not cover and moving. And I've never, I'm telling you guys, like, I, I say this 
often and some people have been like oh no it's not that bad i'm a i'm a pretty selfish person <laughs> like i'm a pretty self-centered person um been working on it but uh very self-centered and like any any ways that you may see that i'm not self-centered it's with extreme effort <laughs> it's for with extreme conscious effort of saying hey uh you have self-centered thoughts you might need to do this uh when i give a hobo a dollar it's because i'm like man I'm like so selfish. I'm trying to like counteract that. And I know that's probably not the right reason to be unselfish, but I'm doing what I can. Uh, but anyway, that translates into my marriage to where it's like, Hey, I need you to pack a bag, give me a post-workout shake and, uh, pack the bag, give me the post-workout shake. And maybe, I don't know what else, what, what else might she do? Um, Oh, throw my lunch together for tomorrow morning. And then we get to tomorrow morning and she's running late and, it's like, I'm just there frustrated. I'm not helping her do anything uh, because it's more about me. And so i uh, been trying to remedy that and it has paid off dividends. The moment that I started really trying to make an effort to help make her day better, to make get things going a little bit quicker to where we're not uh, running late or at least she's not trying to fill her water bottle up as we're going out the door and I'm not pissed off anymore because we're already 10 minutes late and she thinks that she needs to fill her water bottle up here instead of the church, whatever it might be. Um, we don't have those issues anymore. And then when I ask her to help cover and move, there's no more of that resentment. So, um, we are coming up on 20 minutes. Um, but guys, this has been awesome. One thing that just, uh, the other thing is ask them to cover and move in their strengths. So this is the last thing that I'll do, uh, is if you know that they're strong at something, uh, cover and move within their strengths. And so uh, something that I I wanted, I listened to an Andrew Huberman episode about uh, achieving hard goals. So uh, getting in there uh, and achieving very hard things. And, you know, something that people do a lot of times is they'll write a, uh, they'll write a note or like a little saying or they'll write their goal. Um, if your goal is to make $100,000 a year, you put $100,000 on your mirror or whatever. Uh, somewhere where you look at it every day. Uh, and Huberman actually said that that's a bad strategy that eventually you block that out because you're looking at it every day. He said a better strategy is to have it somewhere random. So go through and write it in five random places and change it every three days or something like that uh, because you're seeing it and it's new and it sticks out to you. Um, and my wife loves little things like this. Um, she loves to play tricks. Uh, she loves it when she gets to be when she gets to be clever. So my wife is a very clever person. Um, she actually really is. And I mean that, um, but she doesn't express it in the same ways that, that I do. And so like making the jokes and stuff like that, sometimes she makes some good jokes, but, uh, she does like to, uh, express her cleverness occasionally. And, uh, so I told her, I was like, Hey, look, um, get some like bright sticky notes or something like that. And, uh, I want to be 220 uh, by December 3rd. So I want to weigh 220 pounds by December 3rd. Uh, that's a big goal. That's 40 pounds in eight weeks. Uh, can I work off 40 pounds in eight weeks? Uh, you you bet your ass I can. Um, it's going to happen. But uh, I told her, I was like, hey, uh, I need you to write 220 on a bunch of sticky notes and put them in random places that I'll find them. Like don't hide them, but that I'll find them, but that are random and that'll kind of throw me off when I see them. And boys, let me tell you, um, <laughs> they have been in the most random of places and it has been really fun and funny 
uh to find them all let's see what have what have been my favorites uh well she put one on the bottom of the toilet lid and so that was funny uh what was the other one that i liked um like books that i pick up like every two or three days uh she put one under that um let's see i have a water cup by my bed all the time that rotates out every day so new water cup at the end of the day she put one under the water cup um she put one on my keys she put one on my badge um like she's been going ham and it's been really awesome because uh it was something that i really didn't feel like i had the mental capacity to do uh and the other thing is i have a really good memory so um i would have remembered everywhere that i put a sticky note like no shot no chance i would have remembered every single place that i put a sticky note but these they're surprises and every time i see them i'm reminded I'm reminded of the goal that I have and what I've set out to do. Uh, and it's working. It really is working. Um, so she wins a lot of points for that. And, you know, who knows? We may not have that if uh, if we didn't work on it all the time. And, you know, I know we wouldn't have that if we didn't just work on it all the time. I mean, she's joyfully helping me out with this amongst many other ways that she's, that she's covering and moving for us, uh, for me specifically but for us so uh doing the nursery is an excellent example um cover and move most women most women would just absolutely laugh of like i'm not gonna do this alone you know and i mean fair enough some women wouldn't do it alone and never really asked her to do it alone uh i just told her that if she wanted it done before i could get to it that she was more than welcome to take the money and do it alone (laughs) um not rudely but it's like look if you want it done now then you want to start making progress on it now i can't i can't even uh bring my head up above water right now uh i gotta keep swimming so here's a budget um here's four hundred dollars go make it happen whatever um so she's covering and moving much better at it than i am uh but i do i will say this for myself that uh it wasn't nearly as good when I wasn't doing my part and when I wasn't taking ownership and covering and moving for her. There are ways that I cover and move for her. Uh, not really important to talk about those because she's much better than it, at it than I am. I'd rather give you uh, the best example that I have available to me. Um, but I can promise you that if I wasn't covering and moving, that I wouldn't be getting that same level of uh, of help and attention. So guys we are at 26 minutes so i told you 20 minutes we ended up hitting about 30 minutes uh but that's all i've got for you i've got to get this posted got to get the artwork done for it and uh and yeah so i appreciate it tune into uh the purpose podcast on sunday uh where we talk about how to find and fulfill your purpose um tune into the one flesh podcast on wednesdays and everybody go have a good week thanks